In the name of Jesus, amen. The message for this Easter day comes to us from that gospel text just read from St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. Christ is risen. Alleluia. The waiting is over. The soldiers had been waiting for hours and hours. It was a tomb. What was going to happen there? The chief priests and the Pharisees had gone to the Roman governor Pontius Pilate on Saturday, the Sabbath day of the Passover week, a high holy day because they were concerned. They remembered that Jesus had said that he would rise after three days. So they thought Jesus' disciples were going to be coming to steal away his body from the tomb, that they would take this dead man and tell everyone that he had risen. They wanted Pilate to make sure that that was not going to happen. And so that's how these soldiers found themselves standing there watching a tomb early on Sunday morning. They were part of the military guard that the Roman legion had given over to oversee temple security. And if these guys were battle-hardened soldiers, chances are this assignment seemed like a cakewalk. Or maybe just a supremely boring one. So they waited. They waited, hoping for dawn to come or maybe to scare off any foolish disciples who would come to rob this tomb. We're waiting, looking forward to the next rotation of soldiers to come and relieve them of their watch. That never happened. Something they never could have expected happens instead. An angel, messenger of the Most High God, comes appearing and rolling the stone away with an earthquake. The Roman guards pass out in fear at the sight of him. These Gentile soldiers were the first human witnesses of the events of the resurrection. But instead of running to tell what they had seen to the people at large, they go to the chief priests and the Pharisees. They tell them what had happened. And instead of going out from there with the news of this Easter, they go instead with coins in their pockets and a lie in their mouths. Mary Magdalene was waiting that Sunday morning too. She had been there on Good Friday. She had watched Jesus die on the cross. She traveled with Jesus and with all the other disciples, becoming his devoted follower after he cast seven demons out from her. She heard Jesus teach. She saw the amazing things that he made happen. Maybe she was waiting for something more. Maybe she was hoping that Jesus would be the one who would bring peace to Israel, that he would end the evil that she saw at work in the world. Whatever she might have been waiting for, she probably believed all hope vanished when Jesus was crucified. He'd been handed over to the Romans. He'd been mocked by the religious leaders. He'd been abandoned by his disciples. What else could he do now, now that he was dead? 
So Mary waited early on Sunday morning with those other women going to the tomb where Jesus' body had hurriedly been placed on Friday afternoon. They went to honor Jesus with a proper burial. That never happened either. Mary heard the angel's message of peace to calm her fear. She saw the place in the tomb where Jesus' body had lain, now empty. Along with the other women, she received Jesus' instruction to go, to tell the disciples this great news of Jesus' resurrection. But Mary alone had the honor of being the first person to whom the risen Lord would make himself known. He spoke her name, and he ended her waiting. Jesus changed Mary's life yet again sending her out to share this good news as an eyewitness of his victory over death, sending her out to deliver hope, hope that was founded on truth. Jesus' disciples were also waiting on Sunday morning, even though they're only indirectly mentioned in Matthew's account of the resurrection. But for what were they waiting? Their teacher had been betrayed by one of their own. He'd been handed over for execution. Their hope died on Good Friday. Come Sunday, they're in hiding. They were Jesus' closest students for three years, sitting at his feet as he taught them what it meant to live in God's kingdom. They had been witnesses of the amazing things that happened around him. But now they don't know what's going to happen next. They had less of a clue than the chief priests and the Pharisees. If they went public, if they went out as Jesus' disciples, chances are they would be arrested too. So they waited. They waited in grief and uncertainty and fear. So when the unexpected message comes from Mary and the other women, they are astounded. Jesus is alive? He's risen? A couple of them run to the tomb to investigate this astonishing claim, and they see that Jesus' body is indeed gone. But it is not until the risen Lord himself appears to them that the disciples understand the reality of the resurrection. Grief turns to joy. Uncertainty turns to amazement and fear. Well, the disciples' fear sticks around. A week later, they are still waiting to see what's going to happen next. What would Jesus have them do? It's Easter Easter Sunday. Are you still waiting? When it comes to your faith, maybe you feel like one of those disciples on that first Easter morning. Somewhere along the line, you came to think that Christianity is just about waiting. You believe that Jesus is God's Son, the Christ, maybe even your Savior. 
You believe that when the time comes for you to die, that you'll go to heaven. You might think that faith is a good thing, but to go out in public, to live your life in a way that makes it plain that you're a Christian, well, that's another thing. It's safe to just come to a worship service every once in a while. It's safe to otherwise keep your faith to yourself. But here's the problem. Jesus doesn't leave us that option. The faith that God gives, faith which clings to God's promises through our living Lord Jesus, isn't passive. Faith isn't about waiting around to see what happens next. We've been told what happens next. With Mary and with the others, we have heard the angel's message this day. Jesus lives. And because he lives, you have life. As St. Paul writes, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. The hope that we have as Christians is not about looking forward to heaven. It's about resurrection. The power of death has been broken by Jesus' once for all sacrifice, his offering of his perfect life on the cross. Heaven is the pre-party. The real celebration begins in the resurrection because that is where our Lord reunites your soul with your restored, perfected body in a world that has been liberated, set free from the corruption and brokenness of sin. That, that is what Mary and the disciples saw firsthand on Easter morning. It is what we are looking ahead towards after this mortal life ends. That is the hope in which we live as Christians. Today on this Easter day, you are at a crossroads between life and merely waiting for life. If you want to follow Jesus, if you want to be a Christian, that means you must live as his disciple. Life in Christ isn't about waiting around, never acting or moving in fear of what might happen or how inconvenient it might turn out to be or what the world might think of you. Life in Christ is living out the new identity that you have as an heir of the resurrection. Just as Jesus took your sin and death with him to the cross, so he takes you into restored life with God, life with the people around you. Here at St. John's, we've been exploring what it means to be Jesus' disciples, what it means 
to live in Christ. We join Jesus in his mission to bring restored life with God to a broken world. Sent out by our risen Lord into all those vocations, all those roles that he has given us in life. Go and be with your neighbors. Live with them. Not waiting to share God's love, but living it out. You're there. Like Mary and the other women and the disciples as witnesses of the resurrection. You are there to share the love that God has given to you. Love that has connected you with Christ and with your family and faith here in the church. You are there as agents of God's grace. It's Easter Sunday. Are you still waiting? At the crossroads of life and waiting for life, know that Jesus rose to bring life to the world, to bring you life. He gathers us together. He grows us as his disciples who follow him through life. And he sends us out to go and share that life with our neighbors. Following the risen Jesus in faith isn't about dying. It's about living. Living in the hope of the resurrection. That life which we have the life that continues. It's living in hope, hope that changes life. The waiting is over. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. Amen.